This is the Decision Masters Podcast. I'm Kirsten Parker, the decision coach for overthinkers. When you feel good about your decisions, life feels good. You get to be present in your days and excited about where you're going. I'm going to help you build your decision mastery so it's easy to know what you want, navigate uncertainty, and handle any feelings that happen. Whether you're in the middle of some overthinking angst right now, or you simply love feeling in charge of your choices, you're in the right place. Clear, confident decisions are right around the corner. Let's get into it. Well, hello again, and welcome back to the Decision Masters podcast. Are you having so much fun making powerful, authentic, self-honoring decisions all over your life? I hope so. We're going to talk more about that right freaking now. We're going to talk about prioritizing you in your decisions. Mm, Who doesn't want to get in on this juiciness? So this is part of our series that we're doing, examining the individual principles of simple decision making. Back in episode four, the Overthinkers Checklist, we outlined six super duper simple, but super duper powerful principles that make all of our decisions easier to make and easier to love. So today we're focusing on the P of simple. Yes, it's an acronym. You're welcome. The P stands for prioritize you. And this is a principle very near and dear to my heart because of the huge impact it has on your life when it becomes a habit. When you have the habit of prioritizing yourself and your decisions, everything changes. Holy moly. And I want you to know it can be a habit, which is crazy, right? What does that mean? It means it's default. It means it's natural. It means you don't have to work at it. It means it just happens organically that you consider, what do I want? It happens organically that you make what you want matter and your opinions and preferences get center stage spotlight time. Yes. So that's what we're going to do. We're just going to turn it into a habit. It's going to be so much fun. And the reason we need to talk about it is because, of course, we overthinkers can struggle with this. Yeah. A lot of us were conditioned to make other people's wants and opinions matter more than ours, to consider what other people want or what they might think before we consider what we think. And some of the time, it's true that we genuinely want to consider other people's wants and opinions. But it's often very hard to distinguish between when you're consciously valuing another person's opinions versus when you're discounting your own opinion. Because it can be sneaky. We can think, oh, I should value my husband, my child, my bosses, my colleague's opinion, but it can be sneaky when what we're really doing and thinking, yeah, their opinion should count and matter, and we're discounting our own. A lot of the time, we end up acting out rules we've internalized about making spouses or parents or mentors or faceless made-up strangers happy. We've internalized this, this obligation to keep people happy, keep them comfortable, or at the very least, not make them upset. So how you actually distinguish between when you are deciding to value someone's opinion versus when you are discounting your own is how in charge you feel. That's how you know. Because it's very different to choose to make someone's wants or opinions important 
than to assume they are. So I want you to think about that as we continue our conversation on prioritizing you in your decision making, right? It's very different to choose to make someone's opinions important than it is to simply feel like you have no say in the matter, that they simply factually are important. Because spoiler alert, here on this podcast, we argue that you are in charge of everything, my friend, including how important people's opinions are. Yes, that includes your spouse. Yes, that includes your children. Yes, that includes your parents. Yes, that includes your mentors. And that's a big misunderstanding we have about prioritizing ourselves. We think it means not caring about what other people think. So I'm here to set the record straight. That's not the truth. You can absolutely prioritize yourself and still choose to value someone's opinion. But the most effective way to do this that makes it simple to make decisions you love is to make it specific and contextual, not broad and universal. This means deciding how important you want to make your mentor's opinion in a specific context for specific reasons. Instead of accepting the blanket rule that my mentor has to be happy about all my life choices forever and ever, right? How much pressure does that create? How impossible does that make decisions? I had a client who was transitioning careers and her brain really wanted to focus on how her boss would react because she liked her. They were friends. She valued her respect. She valued their relationship. But when she stopped feeling totally in charge of valuing her boss's respect and their relationship, her focus shifted away from what she really wanted. Because All of a sudden, it was like she was stepping into a reality she was not in charge of, where her boss's opinions were the most important thing. So she was automatically discounting what mattered most to her. And instead, she was prioritizing, what is my boss going to think? Now, we don't do this on purpose, and we're not wrong to do it. Because like I said, this stuff comes from internalized conditioning. So that's what we showed up today with. That's okay. Changeable habits, right? And sometimes it's because we genuinely want to care about people. The point of this principle, however, is that it requires you to give dedicated airtime to what matters to you, regardless of what you choose to think about other people's opinions. Because when you make space for that, when you get to hear yourself clearly, that's your starting point. This is going to change everything. Listen up. When you get to hear yourself clearly about what matters to you, you create your starting point. This is where I suggest you approach a decision from. Because where do our brains want to start a decision from? Everywhere, (laughs) right? If you're at a starting line and you have like, I'm imagining I'm a hiker. I live in Los Angeles. We have lots of beautiful, beautiful hiking here. I'm imagining parking somewhere and having like six different trailheads available because that happens a lot. Where your brain wants to get to the top of the mountain where the decision gets made is going to all of the trailheads at once, right? It wants to make everything important. What is so-and-so going to think? And what's going to happen down here? Very enthusiastic, not very helpful. Yeah. I am suggesting you start from what you want. This is not the same as just discounting what everyone else wants, not giving it any thought, and being selfish. That's not what we're saying. 
This principle is not be selfish. This principle is prioritize you. When you start from this is what I want, this is what matters to me, you make everything simpler because where you can go from there is super duper simple. You either give yourself permission to decide what you want and then you make all the decisions you need to to set that choice up for success or you find a really good reason not to choose that thing you originally said you wanted. Both of these options are totally acceptable in the realm of making powerful self-honoring choices. It's totally possible to make a decision you love that serves you by going either route. So I'm going to give you some examples. I have a client whose family has a long-standing history of big deal Thanksgivings. There's a lot of expectations, a lot of implied obligation, right? Like invitations to feel obligated to things. Now, when my client's turn to host Thanksgiving came up, her brain wanted to go to all of the trailheads. Her brain wanted to go to, well, what are so-and-so going to think and what should I do and what's going to happen if I don't do it? She was skipping over completely the question, what do I want? This is what this principle is going to help you do over and over again and make it a routine. Instead of starting to run up the mountain in 20 different directions with, well, she wants me to do this and this is really what I should do and this is what they're going to say if I don't. Blah, 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 blah. Instead of going up and wasting all that energy and sometimes wasting a bunch of time, you're going to make it super simple and start with the question, what do I want? Now, it's okay if there's not a super clear-cut, simple answer, because all of these tendencies to care about other people can make it feel complicated to know what you want. That's okay. The point is not to have a perfectly wrapped up immediate answer. The point is to give yourself space to hear yourself clearly. The point is to make some space to have this conversation with yourself. What What matters to you? Let's start there. When she had this honest conversation with herself, her answer was very clear and simple, which I promise happens more of the time than you might expect. When we let when we pause the conversation in our mind about like, oh, my gosh, what is going to happen with all of these other people's opinions? And we just ask, well, what do I want? I like 8.5 times out of 10. I promise your answer is really simple. I was going to say simple, clear and simple. Maybe we'll make that a word. So she didn't want to host. She had a lot of reasons that were super clear and she could feel it in her. It was like a no in her body. She was like, no, no part of me wants to do this. So that's where we started, which made the decision so much simpler. We just started from there. Okay, you don't want to. Now, do you want to give yourself permission to decide that and then make all the decisions you need to to set that choice up for success? Or is there a really good reason you can find to say yes when originally you wanted to say no? She could not find a reason she liked to say yes to this thing. So what we did was make sure that she felt total permission to do what she wanted. And in this case, not do what she didn't want to do. And in our minds, we usually get a little tense about this because we're like, what about the consequences? That's why I'm inviting you to trust you can make all the next decisions you need to to Set yourself up for success in that choice. 
So she made her decision. I don't want to host. But she followed it up with, okay, here's what matters to me, though. It matters to me to see everyone at some point. Maybe it's on Thanksgiving. Maybe it's adjacent. Who cares? It matters to me that we feel like we're updated in our lives and we have like downtime to connect with each other and all of these things. Let's find a solution that works for everyone. She had to decide that she was going to be okay if people were not happy with her choice. But what she ultimately decided was it's more important for me to be happy with my choice than for other people not to be unhappy with it. Because I know I can survive if people get a little upset. I can handle it. I can survive that. I can actually survive either option. I can grit and bear it and host Thanksgiving just to keep other people happy, which will be incredibly uncomfortable, but I can do it. But she also decided, I can also survive it if I decide not to do that and people get upset. And it felt so much better. Mm. Okay, I want to give you an example for deciding against the thing that you originally wanted, though, because it's possible to do that in an empowered way, too. So I had another client who had a work event that she didn't want to go to. She had the decision to make, go to the work event or not. Her brain, again, wanted to go to all of the places, well, my boss is going to get upset if I don't, and there's expecting me to do this, and so and so and so and so. Here's all of the other people's opinions and desires for my decision. So we did the same thing. We paused that conversation, brought her back to the starting point at the mountain. What do you want? What matters to you? Let's start there. Where she started was, I don't really want to go. It didn't sound fun. It didn't sound like she had the energy. And we started there. And we asked, is there a really good reason that you like to actually say yes instead of no? And there was. So I want you to know it's possible to prioritize yourself and still not act on your immediate impulse. Because we get very scared of this. We get scared of being selfish and being irresponsible. None of those things have to happen. So ultimately, my client decided, you know what? It is in the best interest of feeling connected to my team, seeing people I haven't seen in a long time, actually having this particular conversation that I really want to have in person, face-to-face with this other colleague. So I actually have reasons I like to go. But notice, if she had made this decision from her initial instinct that was just like, well, my boss says I have to go and I'm going to look bad if I don't go and -and so-and-so is going to get mad and -and so-and-so is going to think, blah, blah, blah. She still would have gone, but she would have felt totally terrible about it. She would have felt not in charge of that decision at all. She would have felt obligated. When she backed the truck up and considered, what do I want? And then ultimately gave herself reasons she liked to choose to go. It was the same outcome. She still went, but she felt in charge. She didn't feel obligated. She felt like she was prioritizing what she wanted. So what are we celebrating? You know, I start every client session with what are we celebrating and I end every podcast with what are we celebrating? We're celebrating that you get to prioritize what you want. You're allowed to do that. No matter how many decades of practice you have had making other people's expectations, preferences, desires, concerns important, no matter how long that's been a habit, we're celebrating that from today forward, if you want to, you get to prioritize what you want. And we're celebrating that doesn't mean you have to be selfish. 
We're celebrating that every decision gets to be simpler when you have a clear starting point. And you get to make some space to actually have this delicious conversation with yourself. What matters to me? What do I think? What do I want? Yes, there will be time to consider other people's opinions. There will be time for it. We will get to that if we choose to. But I want you to enjoy this this week. Enjoy making the first place that you go with this next decision you have. What do I want? Have fun turning that into the habit and enjoy how powerful it feels. Enjoy how on your own team you feel and how connected to yourself and how heard by yourself you feel when you make your own opinions important enough to give the mic to. It's going to change everything. I promise. Talk to you soon. Hey, want to know the number one thing you need to kickstart your momentum right now? Um, obviously, I know. That's why I created the Momentum Quiz. Head to kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz to find out your number one momentum killer and get your personalized action plan to boost your momentum and get back on track. That's kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz. Have fun.